time with uh, Mikey Pool here, uh, aka the Viking. <laughs> um, basically, he's going to go through um, his um, top five tips, or how many tips you got? Five. Five tips for um, women in Dubai slash the Middle East. So um, I think he's just going to go through them and we'll discuss each one um, and then go from there. So uh, hopefully that's really good practical information for you that you can apply to your day. Um, as I said, with tips, it's usually a lot easier for people to, to, to understand and apply more practically. So uh, I think I'll just leave it to Mikey. Um, hello, guys. Uh, basically, first I want to start off with saying like health and fitness is a total package. Um, everyone looks for big secrets and t tips and advice when it comes to the gym, but it's really basic. So my number one uh, tip is on hydration. So if we want to talk about that, two-thirds of the human body is, uh, is made up of water. So it's responsible for loads of different functions in the body, getting rid of waste, lubrication of joints, literally so many important factors, it's really underrated. So even just a 2% drop in hydration levels can lead to symptoms like dizziness and nausea, brain fog and stuff like that. So if you think of when you have the lull in the middle of the day and stuff, that's, that tends to be dehydration in my opinion, especially in the Middle East. Obviously people don't go outside in the summer, but they're inside a lot of the time and people underestimate how dehydrated air conditioning can make you. So. There's a lot of different issues and a lot of uh, things that come along with that. So, what do you what do you think that when you say like the dehydration, what do you <coughs> think people presume is the matter with them in terms of like dehydration? Like, oh, because I'll find personally when I see people say I say dehydration, they're like, I'm like, how much water do you drink? They'll be, oh, I'll drink loads. Yeah, because they say, but they don't actually know. Like, I like to apply, apply <coughs> measurable results on that. I like to say, well, how much are you actually drinking? Like, have you measured how much you're drinking? Yeah. So like that's how I would do it. Like yeah, so I, I would always try and say if you can monitor, you can if if you can monitor, you can manage it. Yeah. So again, you're looking for objective mm -hmm. things. So I always advocate one to one point five liters of water for every twenty kilos of body weight. As a general rule, there's loads of different. Um, that's good. That's good looking at. Yeah, it. there's loads of different figures and statistics on the yeah. thing. So if we. If we look at important things that the water does as well, like even just 16 ounces, I don't know how much that is in our sort of way of speaking, but 16 oh, yeah. ounces of water can increase the matter. Like what, 16? 16 ounces, no idea. <laughs> this, little, this little thing here is like 300 milliliters. I, I literally, so... You'd have to, yeah, you can maybe Google it or something, yeah, like 16 Google ounces Google of water. But, 16 ounces of and water. A, and apply that, just to go back on the information you just said there for people who didn't get, maybe missed that, just to replay. That calculation you put, it's so simple, the calculation, you just repeat that calculation you went through for the person's body weight. Yeah, so it's 1 to 1.5 litres of water for every 20 kilos of body weight, roughly in day to day. Yeah. And if you think about that, like even just a... a a normal 60 kilo woman, mm -hmm. she's on four and a half litres of water. Yeah. That seems yeah. crazy. That's, a stand, that's not in the desert. That's not There's, Dubai. Well, I, I, I go by that in Dubai. So yeah. No one does that. Mm. Like I always say to, to everyone I work with, I always say, have a big one, a 1.5 litre, or, <laughs> yeah, or a little one, a 500 milliliter bottle, and go through the day. So an eight hour work, uh, a, a eight hour working day, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? She could have, 
eight of those little bottles and she's like four litres. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's through all through the day. Yeah. And she's only going to get a few. No one does it. No. Literally. It's no. crazy. Yeah. Even like when, when you monitor your own water, I'm always down. Yeah. 100 kilos. Like, do you know what I mean? Isn't that? Yeah, it's a lot of water. Yeah. So I would say first start tracking your water and become more educated on how important it is. Awesome. That's really good. Good um, information. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, number two is food as well. Knowing the importance of having a balanced nutrition and balanced diet. I choose the word balanced diet because everyone thinks there's, again, shortcuts and fads. Yeah. Ketosis, like the paleo diet, low carb, high carb. It's all irrelevant, really, as long as you're getting enough of the right nutrients. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think people are over here. Yeah. If you look at the quality of meat, um, I'm sceptical of that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm really sceptical of that. I haven't seen one farm or any chickens. <laughs> you don't need to see chickens. I had roads with yeah. fucking chickens down there. Uh, yeah, it's, the it's, ca- it's carnage, mate. So I'm really sceptical about the quality yeah, of food I completely and vegetables. Agree. Completely agree. A lot of my vegetables are, f- are f- frozen. So Jeff Nip had just done a, a really good feature about the pros and cons of frozen vegetables. And if you can get them blast frozen from a reputable source, then they're they're okay, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than something that's been in a shipping container for two so weeks. So that's the blast vegetables, is it? Blast frozen. Blast so they frozen. freeze them quick oh. at source. Okay. Um, so they basically cut really, them. But where'd you get them they, from? You can get them from supermarkets. Oh, really? They, yeah, you can research which ones are better than others. That's a good others. idea. Um, so you, you know they're going to be high in uh, high in vitamins and minerals. Yeah. I, I, would substitute, I would also substitute my diet. Yeah. So I have like my cod liver oils. I have my ZMA and stuff like that, my zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my vitamin C, yeah. broad spectrum male multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, these are just supplements yeah. to what I consider yeah. a balanced diet. Yeah. And again, if you can monitor it, you mm-hmm. can manage it. Yeah. So, my second tip would be to monitor what you put in your body yeah. over here. Um, you start, quality. Yeah, quality. And also start putting it in my fitness pal. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic app, so you mm-hmm. can put it in there. You can see your macro breakdowns. You can even go in and see your vitamins and minerals. Yeah. And if you're in your your total yeah. daily or your recommended daily allowances, yeah. and if you're not regularly, then yeah. you can start looking at supplementation to, to do that. I think what well, one just to quickly back on what he said again, if to make that as practical as see he said he supplementate supplements. Um, that, that like you have to remember like don't be the person who says I'm going to start a diet on Sunday, go out, spend a thousand dollars on supplements and all this nonsense. And don't even do the basic things right. Like he, uh, as a personal trainer uh, with an, a, a very large athletic background, who obviously takes care of himself, doesn't um, go out there every weekend and, and uh, during the week on ladies' night drinking. The thing is, these things or his meals throughout the day are perfect. He doesn't order meals. That, that that's the basic stuff. You need to do the basic stuff first, and then if you are at a certain point where you feel like you want to get even further, then you can apply those supplementations. But at the same time, if you feel, if you feel like you can do both, then definitely, I, would, I definitely say do both. But I'm just saying to, for people out there who sometimes go out there and spend loads of money when they're not even doing the first basic thing right, I'd say to get the basics right, then add the supplementation. Or if you feel like you just feel really do want the supplementation, I'm not saying don't have it, but okay, but just be aware that you need to do the basics as well. So Yeah, I agree. If you look at supplements as well, like... The same as you wouldn't put diesel in a Ferrari. Yeah. So the supplements, even whey, 
whey is like a byproduct, a mm. skimmed off product of yeah. milk. Mm -hmm. But it just happens it has a good amino profile for protein and protein synthesis. Yeah. There's so many better sources of protein. Yeah. Like, and they come from whole foods. Mm -hmm. So your fish, your, your poultry, your meat. Yeah. So I would always advocate, like you just said, get the basics right. Yeah. Just get it right and get it consistent. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. Getting a week of good meals is not enough. You need yeah. to you need to buy into it for a prolonged period yeah. of time. Yeah. And then if you feel like oh like I'm still not really getting the gains that I, I need, start having a look at what you're doing, monitoring it correctly, and then and then going down different avenues. And maybe supplementation is the way to do yeah. it. Yeah, but that's at, at, at the next level. So that's good good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tip three yeah. would be so up in my meat. So. Neat is a, it's not really a new principle, but it's basically non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So everything basically other, <clears throat> other than like exercise athletically, sleep and eating. So all the other activities that don't include them. Over in Dubai, like the Middle East, everyone in my opinion just, is just so sedentary. They just do not move enough. You see them get out of bed, they go to the kitchen, they do their bits, they get in the car, mm -hmm. they drive to the office, they go from the, the car park to the, the desk, yeah. then the desk to the toilet maybe, yeah. to the canteen, back to the desk. That's the reality of yeah, it. Yeah, they, they walk less than a kilometre in a day. Yeah. This is not enough. Like, so, my, my, again, my objective advice to clients, so I always say 10% of a working week, you need to be active, so... Mm -hmm. You do 24 times 7, mm. it's 168 hours, mm -hmm. which then you take 10% of that, about 16 hours of activity through the week. Okay. And they're saying like working out. Where we, we see That's people, including working out. You can include working out. So you say, we see people two or three times a week, that's yeah. two or three hours. Yeah. That's fine, they can be high intensity sessions, weight sessions, whatever they want to be, but the majority of that, that 16 hours needs to come from NEAT. So yeah. this can be walking to, to the shops, like taking the dog out for a walk, yeah, going yeah. to the beach, mm -hmm. going for a swim, just getting the activity mm -hmm. levels up. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's no it's one does it. Difference. It's huge. Like even when I say to people, really monitor it. This mm -hmm. 10,000 steps thing, mm -hmm. like I, that can... Like a couple it comes with the iPhone before. as well, automatically. Yeah, it, it, yeah, look at it. No one does it. Like yeah. we're very busy in our job. We're back and forth all I, the I time. I had 24,500 steps just today. Yeah, that's bonkers. But yeah. no one does it. And people no. say, oh, how do you stay in shape? And they assume it's the exercise. Yeah. Because we're busy little buggers yeah, as well. Yeah, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I would say to people, like really consciously, like pay attention to how active you are, how much you move around. But also when you are moving around, make it rigorous. Like, yeah. So when you're hoovering the house or whatever, <laughs> Have a dance. Like, do you know what I mean? I put the tunes on. Have a little dance. Inst when you go in there, in, when you go in your building, you see there's a massive queue for yeah. the lift, and you live on the seventh mm. or eighth floor. Walk. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? You could but, easily. But don't fire. Yeah, man. You could easy like have a yeah. laugh doing yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even going out clubbing and that. Like, yeah. be more active, yeah. which yeah. which we're not. So yeah. I would say my next. That would be my next point. Is when you're going on a metro, walking, cutting across the metro, don't go on the elevator. Just take yeah, the steps. I think it's like yeah, it does make a massive difference. Huge. Like, you're offsetting calories, so yeah. you don't, instead of looking at the Snickers and thinking, "Oh no, I'm the Snickers," 
have the Snickers and then walk to the beach instead of getting a taxi. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's good. No, it's definitely, it's, uh, definitely. I, I completely agree. So you have to, you can compensate from like you can, you don't have to live a life of like I feel like a lot of people live a life of, and I've said this before in other podcasts of like living on on, on healthy food and, and people's mind relation to healthy food is not things that are tasty. So like things, if you do enjoy certain types of food, don't not include them in your diet. Just try and compensate them with an activity level. Yeah. Or as I told you before, and I'm always passionate about this is take a little bit of time and learn to cook and I think a lot of you don't um, are not able to learn to cook but I think that is one of the biggest things but it's a different subject I just wanted to touch on that so sorry yeah I don't I I don't know how much you can offset a really shit diet yeah but I do agree like everyone I, like I said right at the start that word diet for me comes with so many negative connotations because mm. a mind relates to these things from years ago about magazines about Atkins yeah. diets and stuff like that so then they also abstaining from things that are tasty or yeah. things that lead to fun like booze and stuff but yeah yeah it's definitely if you do up your activity you can be a little bit more forgiving absolutely um Okay, number four, and um, kind of knocks straight onto that is get some resistance training or some resistance yeah. exercise into your diet, uh, into your program because the the health benefits of it are just huge. Yeah. Um, I I love I love weights. I love the the change in people's body like mm. structure. You see you see people and they're just soft. Like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. But you put them on a good progressive overload weight system yeah. that just got good compound movement stuff like that. And you see their body change completely. Mm. But not only that, the health benefits of it, like, like it reduces the chance of like osteoporosis, mm. arthritis, heart disease. Like there's lots of other benefits. Like it increases your muscle mass, mm. which then in turn increases your rest, resting metabolic rate, which again makes it more, you, you as a machine more forgiving to bad foods. Yeah. So the, the positives of lifting weights mm. are huge. Yeah. Women again have this negative like perception of lifting weights and getting chunky. If it was that easy, men would be hench. Yeah. Every man would yeah. be hench. Massive. Yeah, it's hard. And it's women, hard. women don't understand the gratification they can get from lifting heavy mm. and the benefits. Like, like I train all the women the same as the men. Mm. I, I let them lift heavy and yeah. they progressively get stronger and you can see them, their mm. whole body shape yeah. change. If you ever see that, like the picture of five pounds of fat and yeah. five pounds of muscle, you can actually be heavier mm. and smaller at yeah, the same absolutely. time, yeah. which is nice. it's just it's a completely it's just a mindset for a lot of people about the the lifting thing. Um, a lot of people lift weights and think they're getting chunky up is because they're not losing any fat or even putting on fat, so they do get larger and they, they blame it on the weights. Yeah. Like it's just that I think that's one of the things that's going wrong because a lot of people get to start an exercise and because they've been exercise then get they eat more or they then eat more calories and then they end up putting a little bit more fat on or they don't lose any and then they get a little bit of tone or they just start looking at themselves so much that they start getting paranoid. So there's lots of different ways of looking at it. But as you said there, there's no way, like a really good point is if everyone, if you could get that big, you guys say, like women saying they're, they're chunky, as you said, men would be absolutely ginormous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that, I think that's a really good point to go back on. Also, just to touch that point that you said there, like people don't do it. 100% so what you're saying there is people get bigger while they're doing weights it's because they do the weight session then they go home and they think that excuses them to yeah. eat shit yeah. that doesn't work like that you yeah. have to supplement 80% of it is out to the gym Like mm. there's no qualms about it personal training is all around the world the bullshit you and stuff like that 
80% of the graft and these transformation photos and stuff like that is done out of the gym. Yeah. We're just the catalyst right. for the, the stimulation of change. And we're, a lot of it is psychological, but that's why people get bigger when they do weights. is because they're doing weights and they're putting themselves in a surplus. Yeah. Instead of doing weights, putting themselves in a slight deficit yeah. and doing a sustainable. Yeah. If you do it like how you're saying it with the diet and the thing, you'll look unbelievable. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the transformation photos to see themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, all those, so these photos and this and this massive social media push and stuff like that. And my fifth, fifth tip for like women and stuff like that is to really, really drop the unrealistic like body images of today. Like, Instagram is such a cesspit of shit. Yeah. Like, it's so unrealistic. Yeah. Like, these 12-week transformations, this, like, these booty women and, yeah. and all that, like, these, they've got 3 million followers, congratulations, whatever. Like, for the average Joe, no disrespect to the average yeah. woman out there, like, that's totally unrealistic. They haven't yeah. got a couple of kids. Yeah. They haven't got, like, a full-time job or a stressful yeah. job. It's bullshit, so... Well, my biggest tip would be just to focus on your own personal development. Yeah. Just get your shit in order and remember that health and fitness don't just, it's not about just how you look, mm. it's about how you feel, mm. how your body as a machine works, yeah. like how you sleep, your energy levels, are you hydrated enough to perform at your job? Yeah. Like, what is your sex life good? Because th these are all all facets of having a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And Instagram is, in my opinion, one of the biggest problems. It's creating a false image of health and fitness. Yeah. So get rid of that yeah. and just focus on personal development. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's that, that's definitely going to be a really <coughs> good thing for people. And think, to, again, making that as practical as possible is to get a measurable results so obviously having things like a lot of people get results and then they look at you like oh that's good but they don't take give themselves a pat on the back and when I say a pat on the back like give them a little bit of gratification I think that's the biggest problem for people out there not just in fitness and just life in general they don't give themselves any gratification for things and I think you should when you do make a goal I think you should um, celebrate that and I think you should keep doing that along the way so for example if you're doing a, a block of 20 weeks or whatever along the way as you make progression you should give yourself a bit of credit and you should take that and, and that should help you and then either, before you know it after uh, two years or one and a half years your body will be massively different and even though Mike's saying about not looking like Instagram, you can look as be as good as you want to look, but just make sure you have that, obviously, a realistic target for your body, and then just work slowly towards it, but make it sustainable, um, and as and as he's saying, if you follow those tips that he's given you before, even those tips themselves, like, cover all bases, so, like, the, f the four tips, five tips he's put there, is given, if you follow them, and expand on exactly what he said, uh, on top of them, I think you you'll get amazing results. So, that cool. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Anything else, Dad? So, you no, I totally agree. I, I also think that, like you said, Dennis, a lifestyle change is not a quick fix. It's yeah. not. It's nothing like that. Like you've got to buy into this for the long term. There's yeah. no good point getting yourself in a shape and then letting it all go. Yeah. Or setting unrealistic targets, getting demotivated, yeah. and then going back to. To shit, realize that it's a process and mm -hmm. and buying into it and realizing this is we only get one body, we only yeah. get one life. Like, mm -hmm. 
I want to make it last really. Yeah, so as good as possible. Right, and thanks very much, Mikey. And no uh, if these guys need any more um, helpful tips or anything on that, you can. Uh, I'll post this on Facebook, uh, and you can message Mike. I'll tag Mike in it. You can message Mikey directly, mm-hmm. um, or you can message myself if you want to ask any of those questions. All right, and we can mm-hmm. get back to you. So thank you very much. Thank you. Take care, guys.